Lynn Pierce is an award-winning designer, event stylist, lifestyle blogger, and all-around style guru. She believes that style can be found in the simplest of things and is what turns the mundane into the extraordinary. Sam Feldman is a entrepreneur who wears red lipstick to the grocery store and a cocktail dress to the hardware store. Sam's a 30-something-year-old with over 20 years of party planning experience. And yeah, you heard that right. She believes every day is a cause for celebration. Together, they are the Soul Style Project. Join the stylish mom and daughter duo each week as they journey through topics of self-discovery and creativity, helping their listeners live up to their true potential and most stylish selves. You're listening to episode 19 of The Soul Style Project. I am your host, Lynn Pierce, and I'm here with my daughter and co-host, Sam Feldman. Hello, Hello. Sam. Hello. Hello. We also have a special Hello, hello. Hello, hello. We have a guest that's waiting. So we just had Shop Small Saturday, and um, our guest has a brand new business, and we want to support her because we love some supporting small businesses, women-owned businesses, and her. I think her idea is so cool. Um, yes. We all need to order some of these for Christmas presents, but I'm going to do, and I have a grumpy dog in the background, guys. <laughs> I'm really sorry if you can hear okay. her. She's a bull, she's a bulldog, so she has, you know her own will. So <laughs> we're going to power through. <laughs> All right. It's 2020. We're working from home. These things happen. Okay. Okay, Caroline. Um, so anyway, I'm going to let you introduce her because you have known her for a long time. So I'm yes. have the privilege of doing that. Yeah. Five years, I think, um, which is, it feels like so much longer and shorter. It feels like the years have flown too, but enjoyed every moment. But we met um, another coworker turned friend. Um, We met about five and a half years ago, probably when I was opening um, a store in my hometown and it was, it was such a big deal. And I was actually with you, mom, when we first met her, Um, we were taking pictures. Yes. I was so excited. Um, I'd opened a few stores, but this was my first store that was really my own. Um, and I was super excited. So we were there taking pictures because the storefront had just gone up and I was in the process of hiring the team. Yes, Caroline, she loves this story too. Um, and we were taking pictures and we were so excited. And um, this woman walks up and um, recognized the brand right away. Um, and I could tell she was a fan. And also, um, kindly reminded me that I should not put (laughs) my beautiful um, light pink handbag on the dirty mall ground. And she was very right. (laughs) Um, And then we had a lovely chat. And from there, I knew that she uh, must work with us and had to find out more about her um, and have loved every moment. So with us is Sumiko Sprague. Hi. Hi, Sumiko. I love love that story, even though, you know, it's it's been told so many times, but it's a great story still. Um, That was an actual literal life-changing meeting with you. And I don't think you realize how much um, working with you and working um, 
in that environment did for my uh, personal growth and my ability to um, uh, interact with others in general, because I'm not and I'm not that type of person. I'm not really into sales or anything. So it was a huge stepping stone for me. So I really appreciate you seeing that light in me. Thank you. Thank you. And likewise, it was such a joy to work with you and then to know you since because Again, we just shared a love for the product and the brand at the start of it. But I think really what, and I laugh that you say that you don't love sales, but you are so good at it because you, <laughs> you believed in what you're doing so much because we love, we worked for a really unique and um, beautiful and just witty brand that brought together a lot of really amazing women. And I think that was something that I always enjoyed watching you do was really connect with these women and I could see you lifting them up and it was really just because you had a shared love for a point first, but (laughs) it meant so much more. And there's always um, such a story. So it's so fun to see what you've done since then. And you're kind of a, a Renaissance woman, um, have your hands in lots of different. I do um, like to bounce around a lot. I do uh, find something inspiring and I just kind of run with it. Um, and you know, I kind of, I get sometimes when things aren't working out so much, um, I'm going to pivot to this. And this was a big word for me recently is pivot. Um, you know, 2020 is making everybody, um, rethink what they're doing, um, have to change things up a little bit, but, um, that's why I kind of went back to plants because they've always been, in my life. I mean, we grew up, um, very garden oriented. We always had a lot of um, things going on outside and that's what I've always kind of focused on. And I have, um, a very packed backyard full of fruit trees. And I was hope, you know, everything back there, I wanted this goal of, um, my kids running outside and being able to pluck a piece of fruit, no matter what time of the year it was. And so I think I've accomplished that and a little bit more because I've run out of space, which is unfortunate. (laughs) So inside the plants went. um, And so uh, now I've, you know, been running out of room and hence Naughty Little Plants was born. Yes. And I love the name and um, we're definitely going to talk about it. It's so, it made me laugh several times, Naughty Little Plants. (laughs) And our listeners can't see this. I mean, we're on Zoom so we can see your lovely background is all plants and it's gorgeous. Yes. We'll definitely have to post pictures. Well, we'll let everyone know where to find you, but we'll have to get some pictures to see your your setup because it is so beautiful. Um, and when you, so when I first saw that you were doing this venture, I was so excited because I've seen your love of plants come into the store. I've been able to, um, actually taste your, your treats that come out of your garden and they always are made with such love. And so I was so excited to see, um, you start this and, uh, you mentioned how important it was for you to have this family farm. So, what, um, bringing those plants inside, what has that done for you? So you've filled your garden to the brim, but what is it bringing these plants inside? What is that bringing for you? Well, you know, uh, it's nice to be able to, we're all stuck inside. So it's, and I think house plants in general have just been a 
booming really in 2020 because people are inside. They're um, making their little nests a little bit homier. And um, with all that time, you're able to tend to your plants. You notice things a little bit more. And um, I don't know exactly the moment. I have this fiddle leaf fig. Actually, I do know this moment. I have a fiddle leaf fig and I didn't realize how um, difficult a plant it was until a friend of mine came over and she was amazed at how beautiful it was, how happy it looked. And she's like, don't ever move it because it's clearly happy there. And I had no idea. And um, I didn't realize how into plant she was until I went over to her house and it was just covered. Like, I, I don't even, they have grow lights everywhere, her closet. I don't, they're not even, they don't sell their plants. They're just like collectors and really enjoy it. Um, and they turned their bedroom closet into this, this grove room with cactus. And <laughs> they just wow. love cactus. That um, sounds very, amazing. It's very inspiring. And I don't, I, I don't even have the space for the plants I do have. So I can't get that are into it. So, um, and I can say as an interior designer, how important plants are. I, and I tell my clients that you really need something green in every room because it just brings life to a space. And a lot of people are really afraid of real plants. And so I try and find (laughs) Sam's raising her hand. I try and find the best if they will absolutely not do a real plant, I try and find the best faux plants that we can find. But I have found for me, the peace lily is, was a game changer because I thought I couldn't grow anything. And that was kind of my first plant that I did really good. And I have one now that's, I think, five years old because it tells me when everything needs to be watered. It just kind of wilts. And I'm like, Oop, okay, I got to water everything. So do you, are there some plants that for beginner people that don't think they can grow plants that might, they might have success with? For sure. And it really depends on the lifestyle. Um, and if you have, well, some plants, you know, are clearly toxic to animals and human if you're not going to be home for a while, I mean, succulents are a great starting place for a lot of people, but those are usually happier outside unless they get a lot of indoor light. Um, Sansevierias, uh, which are snake plants, those are super, super friendly to newbies as long as the problem isn't overwatering because they don't like to be overwatered. And I think that's a major thing that most people fail at is loving their plants too much or you get so excited over a new plant or, you know, you just don't know and you just, Oh, it's time to water or they are getting on a schedule and you say your peace lily tells you when to um, water. Yeah. But if you had like a Sansevieria and you're watering it on the same schedule that can get a little, a little iffy right there. So I would, I would ask how often do you want to water? And if it's like monthly, then um, a snake plant or a mother-in-law tongue, same thing. Um, there's lots of different versions of that. And then also a ZZ plant, which is um, upright. It has these really fun waxy leaves. I think yeah, that's they, behind me. Um, it does look crazy. like that is a ZZ. That has been a great plant. Again, so yeah. Somebody gave that to me. Um, and yeah, I do very little to that plant. 
It's one of those plants. I heard there's an, um, a YouTuber that I don't know his name at the moment. Sorry. But he said, if you water it more than you pay your mortgage or pay your rent, you're watering it too much. And I just love that because it's a good reminder of like, okay, once a month. And then great. I water it at the beginning of the month and then it's, it's, it stays happy. So, um, and those are also really low, good low light plants. They'll survive in like a bathroom or I say bathroom, but my bathroom has plenty of light. One of those rooms that you want to plant in where, but you don't have a lot of light or an office space in the middle of the building, yep. they will thrive. They'll be fine. So um, my husband actually has a, an office without a window, but I, you know, really wanted a tiny plant on his desk. He finally overwatered his little tiny sense of area that I gave him. So um I gave him a, a ZZ plant, so we'll see how long how long it survives, and I hope it does better now. I love that more. Like you could pay your mortgage and then water your plant at the yeah. same time. I could follow that schedule. That's a good <laughs> hot tip. Good what I love about your setup behind you too, though, is I. First of all, I am an overwaterer, so that's where I kill all of my plants for sure. I always every few months I try to start like an herb garden or something, or I try to have something in my kitchen and I kill it immediately. But I also don't have a lot of space, which when I saw your photos, I was so excited about what you're doing because I don't have a lot of surface area in my home. Well, I don't have a lot of anything in my home. And I've talked about this a million times because it's super small, but I don't have a lot of surfaces. Um, and you are making these beautiful hanging plants or, you know, you're making the the structure to hang the plant in. And that's what made me so excited because I thought, oh, the possibilities are really endless now because I have corners, I have ceilings, so I can hang a plant. Yeah. Right. Um, the, the macrame is the word. That's you know. the word I was looking <laughs> that's for. That's the word, macrame. <laughs> um, macrame, you know, it started in the, I don't know, 60s, 70s, or gained a lot of popularity 60s, 70s. So I think a lot of people think macrame in, in that kind of sense. And um, that's really where uh, Naughty Little Plants um, was created because I was looking for, I have also a super tiny house and um, very select windows where... Um, you know, the high needs, tropical, beautiful plants where they really need a lot of sun. So I have very little space to do that. So um, what I did was I hung a curtain rod from the ceiling as well as my windows. So I have like two layers um, and I needed more hanging stuff. So I was looking around at macrame hangers or hanging um, things in general and nothing was really catching my eye. I don't really like um, the overly fussy macrame that's like, it's beautiful and I, it has its place and people, you know, clearly love it and that's fine, but it's not my aesthetic. So I kind of just was like, well, I'll just do it myself then. And I got scrappy and I started tying some knots and <laughs> one thing led to another and I just couldn't stop. And then I started making little um, propagation hangers for um, making baby plants to give to friends or um, that sort of thing. And then it kind of just snowballed from there. Um, I really like the a cleaner aesthetic, something um, simple that lets the plant shine through, but also, you know, it's not just a plastic hanger that comes from, you know, the, the nursery, which is functional, but not but, that pretty. Yeah, but not pretty. And I love the name, Naughty Little Plants. 
spelled K-N-O-T-T-Y. I think that's genius. Did mm-hmm. you come up with that? I did come up with that. Um, and I, it's really because that's exactly what I was doing. I was making little, <laughs> little plant hangers for little plants. And I was like, oh, that's cute. I should write that down before I forget it. And it just, and then I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to go see if someone already has that and nobody had it yet. So it's yeah, nice. I can't believe it's so brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So she, I'm so happy that you got it. The little, little uh, macrame hangers, but for little tiny jars for propagation. So I think that's such a cute gift and it's something Mm -hmm. you can take um, a a leaf off of a plant that you have, no money and put it in a little jar. And then with these cute hangers, what a cute, sweet gift is that for someone? And it's thoughtful, it's cost saving. And it's one of those things that, um, you know, what I really like about having it so tiny, because um, if if you really get into plants, a lot of people will get into propagating. It's just kind of a natural flow of things. But um, so I'm in these little planty groups and, you know, it's almost like a self-help group, except for we just tell each other to buy the plant. Um, so everybody had these jars and I use, um, I use ball jars or any little found jars or anything, but I really like the tiny ones because it, you can really focus on one little plant and it highlights the roots. And I think that's just a, an experience in itself. And so if you give these to someone, then it's like a gift of an activity. It's an ongoing project and they're tiny. So, you know, if it doesn't work out, then you don't feel so bad. <laughs> it's replaceable. Yeah. I'd still have something beautiful hanging in my kitchen, even exactly. if I killed it. Yeah. My sister was looking at them and she's like, Oh, you know, so my friends that would look really cool. with like layered sand or some crystals in there, you know, some, put a little, um, cause I'm, you know, love my rocks too. And, and I was like, I didn't even think of that. And I love that she was just able to immediately see something that is, you know, personal to her and could work for her. And they even like a little, it's, a little bud vase. I put a passion flower in there. It's super beautiful. It just I like that it highlights something very individual. Yeah. Well, and you yeah. mentioned you're going to hang some on your Christmas tree, right? Yes. And actually this year, um, because of <laughs> the space issue that we're running into with <laughs> all my plants this year, um, it just kind of exploded in here. Um we were a little, we're like, well, where are we going to put our tree that, you know, we take down from the garage every year? <laughs> and I was like, you know, I killed my rosemary plant this past year because I tried to dig it out and move it. And that, by the way, is a terrible idea. Don't do that to rosemary. It will die. I did that to a rosemary. I feel you there. I was really sad uh, because I had that plant in a pot for like five years before I finally put it in the ground. And then I tried to move it. Yep. It's terrible. So I was like, well, I need a new rosemary plant, clearly. So we got one of those um, rosemary Christmas trees. Oh, yeah. So um, I just thought that, you know, I should definitely cover that with living things. So that's how I went with the um, the little propagators on top of the rosemary That's beautiful. Tree. That was a lot of fun. I love that. So I'm glad. <laughs> Not at all. I love that. You'll have to send us a picture. Well, I'm sure you'll post it. So when you guys start following her, you can see it. But I love to... Um, you use a lot of color in your macrame too, which you don't always see with macrame or you see really 
um, really muted colors. And I just, the, the colors that you use, there really is something for everyone, first of all. So if you do love the natural tones, you have it. And the beautiful, simple design that you mentioned really does let that plant shine through. But the colorful ones are just, they're just so happy. They just make you smile, especially in those little tiny, when you're talking about gift giving, it's just such a beautiful and happy. It is. um, And it's so personal. And, um, Again, yeah, you don't see a lot of macrame in color very often, and I really love it. And I think it's um, a great opportunity for for you to highlight, you know, the colors that show up in some of these plants because there's such beautiful variegation, like purples and pinks, and you know, the gamut of greens that you can find. Um, I think it's nice to be able to highlight those colors on on the plants with a little bit of a little splash of color with it, you know, like wearing the right color to bring out your eyes. <laughs> Definitely. It's dressing up your plants. Exactly. We will be sure to um, put lots of pictures of your plants and your macrame on our website. Um, And besides that, where can our listeners find you? Where can they shop for you? Um, Right now, I do have an Etsy shop. It's a little empty at the moment because I've been doing um, live broadcasts or live sales. And uh, I just actually am happy to say that I can't um, keep up and great pictures of things fast enough and load them before they get sold, which I appreciate. Thank you, everyone. This Saturday, on December 5th, the Mm -hmm. station is in Gridley, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. There is a little craft show going on. I will be there. Oh, fun. Um, Yeah, I'm really excited. It's actually um, the first time I'll be on that side of the, on the other side of the booth and hosting that sort of thing. So I'm I'm nervous, but pretty excited. Um, hopefully, it'll be a good turnout. Everyone's welcome. Um, and I've got some possible other shows coming up for holiday season in the next couple weekends. I also have a private uh, a Facebook page, um, but since Facebook has these wonderful algorithms that like to ignore small businesses, I made a private group so that anyone is actually interested in following along or like the doing the live sales because. You know, everything costs a little bit less when you don't have to list it on the internet. Yep. Um, I also have a Facebook private group called Naughty Little Plants, spelled Perfect. out um, correctly. And um, people are welcome to join there. And um, all my big, when I have a big lot of things, I will try to do um, a live sale and show everybody things in action. Because I think it's, you know, so much better in person or when you can see it move or yeah, um, yeah. I don't know, the textures are a little bit different. Well, I think the live events are great. And um, once they join your group, then they'll you'll be able to let them know when you're going to have a live event. So we'll definitely put oh, that for your private group and everyone can join that. Thank you. So this week, we're going to let you give us your soul style discovery of the week. It's something that you're watching, reading, listening to, something that's inspiring you. What is your soul style discovery? Um, well, I'm going to, uh, go back to plants here in this one. Of course. There is <laughs> there is a plant called a philodendron birkin. And oh. it was hybridized and hyped and um, it was an opportunity because plants have taken off so much and there are 
um, rare, they're collectors of rare things. And it seems like a lot of some people, which if they can do it, that's awesome. I wish I could. I can't. Um, there's, you know, really, really expensive plants out there. And so um, people created this plant called the Birkin because, you know, the Birkin bag is oh, like very hard to get. Yeah. Right. It is a bragging right. So, um, so it was just this really hard to find plant and it was very expensive. And um, I found one and it's not expensive anymore. Someone, uh, you know, they, they, they've been bred out. So they're philodendrons in general, pretty easy to propagate. And um, I found one. It's actually right behind me. It's beautiful. And actually, <clears throat> I was a little um, salty about it at first because I was like, <laughs> oh, it's an overhyped plant. I could do without it. I don't care. But then I saw it and like, the texture on it is just so beautiful. There are stripes. It's beautiful variegation. I can see why people want it. I'm glad that it's more accessible now and more and more plants because more and more people want them and um, are sharing them with their friends and propagating and, yeah. you know, loving <laughs> plants. Um, they become more accessible. And then, you know, the next shiny thing will come and that's fine. Um, it's like the designer dogs, right? Right. Like, <laughs> like the, the Birkin plant is the Frenchie in the dog world. Right. Well, I love hearing you talk about this plant because it sounds like it has a personality the way that you that the way that you talk about this plant makes me want to go get more plants for my house to hopefully not kill <laughs> well here's the really great thing plants love friends so it'll just be happier the more you fill your house with plants and i want to say this one of my kids has been prone to nosebleeds for his entire life and it's been a battle and since the house has been um getting becoming a little bit more humid because of all the plants mm. and just being around them in general i don't have a humidity uh a humidifier running at all but you know they're just there's moisture in there because there's a bunch of pots of dirt um he hasn't had any nosebleeds in like a couple months wow, wow. Amazing. so this is like a surprise benefit and um, he's like my biggest cheerleader to be like, if we're at the nursery and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should get, which one should I get? Or do I don't need another one? He's like, you should get them both. Yeah. Like, uh, you're, you're coming with me next time too. <laughs> hey, did you ever see, um, I can't remember the name of the scientist, but there was a study done years ago where they had a group of people taking care of plants who talked super nice to their plants and loving and, um, you know, just all of these really positive things. And then there was a group of people that were told to speak really harshly to their plants. And have you seen this either one of you? Um, it's a pretty, it's a, it's a pretty common, not uncommon, but it's, um, it's a really good science project for kids. Yeah. And, and it's totally, uh, you could see the music. difference in the plant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's amazing. So Absolutely. that's another thing. Just be nice to your plants. Running off Maybe I'm not nice enough. <laughs> I don't know where I read it. It was probably some random meme on, on Facebook or something, but um it was it was a suggestion to name your most beautiful plant in your house, your favorite plant, your own name. 
And then when you talk to it and you say, oh, hi, Samika, you're doing so nice today. You're looking all perky and lovely. And then you're giving yourself an affirmation at the same time. And I just thought that was wow. like the best idea. And brilliant. I like it. Also, everybody needs to be kinder to themselves. That's and a great if idea. If you can't automatically do that, do that through your planet and you'll still get the benefits. I'm a little teary. That's very beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) So that, and that's exactly what listening to you talk about this passion. And again, when I saw that you were doing this, I was so excited because I knew that you were going to thrive and I'm so happy to hear that they're flying off the curtain rod (laughs) (laughs) for you. Well, it takes Um, time to make them. Yeah, (laughs) I know. know. Um, But that's such a beautiful that's such a beautiful thought too in just all of the ways that we've talked about the plant. So at, whether it's just adding the plants to have a little extra life in your house or something beautiful to look at, or if it was a gift, that's just such a lovely moment. And what a great thing to do with your family or for your kids to see too. If your kids saw you talking to your plant and treating your plant, which is you, a metaphor for you, or they have their own plants. Like that's just such a beautiful lesson. Yeah. I think everyone to, should have to their give own a family. Plant. That's a great. Idea. I think so. I, I think I see some, right. some Jack and Lizzie plants coming. coming I love it. Hello, Jack. You're doing so great today. <laughs> Looking perky. It's um, that's just such a fun. That's such a fun thing. So I hope that everyone checks out your links. Um, and they might they might not get the lot because they're flying off the thing. So go go check them out sooner rather than later, so that you can. Um, give these happy little moments of joy. Yeah, we will definitely um, put all the places people can find you on our website. And thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. This was very fun. It was fun. We will do it again and we will um, be tuning into your Facebook lives. We can yes. more. I look forward to seeing you. And, right. and learn more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye. um, Talk to you all next week. Bye. Okay. Bye.